So this morning, we have the pleasure of hearing testimony from one of, uh, one of the members of our congregation. So if you could give a warm welcome to, uh, to Kathy Kim. Excuse me, that's Katherine Kim. Hi, my name is Katherine Kim, and I'm a senior at West Orange High School. This summer, I went with eight other people from Harvest to the Dominican Republic. This is my third year going on missions to DR, and every year I've seen so clearly that God never fails to remain faithful even when I'm not. Year after year, I've been so blessed to witness God's amazing work in the DR, in both the country and its people, and this witness just gets sweeter and sweeter year after year. Initially, I wasn't excited about the thought of going on missions this summer due to a growing sense of desensitivity to the DR, as well as a sense of uneasiness when I saw that the number of people going was smaller than in years past. I quickly became discouraged by these external factors, but in hindsight, I realized just how much immaturity and lack of faith is revealed within me. And in my undeserving brokenness, God used this trip to teach me lessons I didn't even realize I needed to learn. As we trained as a team week in and week out, I felt myself growing more and more skeptical as to the purpose of this trip. And at a certain point, I only saw it as a charity project instead of God's mission. Eventually, I'd grown so distant from God to the point where even going for the purpose of a charity project wasn't enough of a motivator for me. And the only thing keeping me going was a financial obligation, considering my plane ticket had already been paid for. I don't think I'd ever had such low expectations for a mission trip, but in my disbelief, God still used my doubt-ridden heart to bring him glory. Upon arriving in the DR, I was surprised to realize that I didn't dread being there nearly as much as I had expected, and had a strangely calm spirit. Although we had left our home country, everything felt so familiar in an odd but comforting way, and I knew God was telling me that no matter where my heart had been, I was going to be all right. Although an inkling of hesitancy still lingered within my soul, I knew that in that moment, I was right where he wanted me to be. What I didn't know was that he had something planned for me far greater than anything I could have ever hoped for. I distinctly remember our first day there and going out with a few people from the Dominican church to share the gospel to the local communities. We had done this in years past, but this kind of evangelizing had never really been something that stood out to me as I thought about prior trips. This time around, though, I can remember it clear as day. We went to a Dominican lady who had lost her father recently, and we were going out to pray for her and invite her out to church, as her father had been a believer, but she hadn't. I remember seeing the brokenness in her eyes as she welcomed us in, still so gentle despite the tragedy she was going through. I remember sitting there, watching her speak, yet feeling so helpless behind the language barrier. But mostly, I remember praying for her without reserve, for it was the only thing I could give, because I had nothing else. And I remember the Holy Spirit in that place, reminding me that it is not by my own work, but truly only by God's that she will ever be saved. And in that moment, I knew that for the rest of my time there, I must find my strength in Christ, or all else would fail. Much of the time we spent there, we did a lot of children's ministry with smaller sessions in the villages surrounding the church, and larger ones at the church we were staying at. I've always loved spending time with kids, but at the same time, I really didn't see the point of these times, and honestly never really believed that it really affected these kids in any way, except as a means to get a free craft and have a good time. But in my ignorance, God would completely alter my perception of how he can work in us to reach kids, revealing to me his work even in seemingly impossible situations. I remember specifically on our last day ministering to the kids, we were helping, ministering to the kids. We were helping them make these fish crafts for a lesson about how Jesus calls us to be fishers of men. For the craft, the kids essentially had to color the paper fish. A lot of the times when they were done, they would show us the work, but most of the time I never thought much of it. But on this specific day, this one kid who had been a troublemaker for most of his sessions came up to me and showed me his fish. On his fish, he had written Dios es amor, which translates to God is love. And in that moment, I was just so taken aback at seeing such a small child who had once seemed so unreachable write such a simple yet powerful truth as a result of a simple craft. What I once saw as insignificant and useless had been used for the glory of God. 
In that same way, I realized so too is my life used in that same manner. As I look back on moments like these, it's so clear to me that God's power will always prevail despite our weakness, for in this, his power is made perfect. Throughout this trip, I learned time and time again that God has a plan so much greater than my own. My own small expectation paled in comparison to the mighty works that God had prepared. Before I had even known I was going to the DR, I've been blessed beyond comprehension uh, before I even was, knew I was going to the DR. I've been blessed beyond comprehension throughout this entire trip by so many of the Dominicans, as well as those who went from our church. I'm fully confident that God will carry me through as our eternal life here in the States. As I reflect on the powerful ways that God had moved throughout this trip, I pray that I wouldn't be so quick to forget the sweetness of the gospel, which ultimately empowers us to go out and do such things. Thank you for your praise and support. May all the glory be to God.